Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia M. Dooley. Remember that you can join in on the conversation on our line 0891-104-207 or WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. We're having science and environment conversation and I'd like to welcome Dr. Simon Clark, all the way from the United Kingdom. He is an associate professor in cellular microbiology at the University of Reading. Warm welcome to you, Professor. Good evening. Now, Professor, we are going to be talking about demystifying the conspiracy of 5G technology. A lot of people, because of what has been spread around social media, uh, especially on uh, social media platforms, but also on uh, major media platforms above the line, have really had uh, a sour taste in their mouths uh, when it comes to 5G technology because it has been paired and linked to the current COVID-19 that we are experiencing in the world. There are two schools of thought, and I know you written articles about this and being an associate professor and a doctor in such things you're going to be able to give us a, a bit of an understanding there's one school of thought that will say then 5g can probably um, suppress immune systems and thus making people more susceptible to catching the virus while other people think that the virus can somehow trans- be transmitted from uh, 5g technology to people who are using the technology how true are these myths uh, well, neither of them is true. If we take them one by one, the uh, the notion that uh, it suppresses one's immunity has been tested by people. There is no evidence for that. Um, it it uh, basically, um, if you were to have a suppressed immune system, you would be susceptible to all sorts of infections, not just coronavirus. So it it doesn't really hold water. Also, it needs to be remembered that COVID-19, the actual disease, uh, a lot of the symptoms are caused by an overreactive immune system. So if the uh, 5G radiation were to suppress your, uh, your immune system, um, then you wouldn't get such a strong immune response, an overreactive immune response, which causes a lot of the problems. So that, I think deals pretty quickly with the first point. The second point is uh, the, the idea that, that the virus can be transmitted on radio waves is ludicrous. I mean, it really is difficult to know where to start with that argument because it is so preposterous. Well, look, you're saying it's preposterous, but with the media reports, everyone is in a frenzy. Maybe let's start here. Could you perhaps explain to us what 5G technology actually is and what does it mean for us as a globe? Well, 5G technology is just radio waves similar to, although at a different wavelength, to the the cell phone or the mobile phone signals that we use already. And people perhaps ought to remember that that there have been uh, ideas about the, the, the mobile phone signals are dangerous doing the rounds for as long as we've had mobile phones and and really none of them have ever come to anything either so it's not unsurprising that uh, that 5G should be linked with something but that of course doesn't mean that it's uh, it's real. Now you talk about the fact that 5G also uses some sort of radio waves we know that certain radio waves could have uh, impact on uh, human physiology what sort of waves does 5G technology have and uh, can we relax and say these are lesser um, uh, toxic or lesser dangerous waves? They're, they're not powerful enough to cause you problems. 
uh, 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 any, you know, unless you're really stood in front of the mast, and even then they probably wouldn't cause you too many problems unless you stayed there all day. Um, anything emitting radio waves, be it television waves, ra- you know, radio like you're broadcasting on now can be dangerous if you don't pay it the, the due respect. Um, but 5G waves just sort of moving through the air in the street or through people's homes, I, I, I'm afraid I think that that's, the idea that, that that's dangerous is, is, does not hold water. To, to assist us um, demystify the, the, the social media um, accusations or correlation between 5G technology and the coronavirus, um, where do you think this correlation came from? Where do you think I- that this sort of conspiracy theory came from? Um, I, I understand that some people have linked um, the fact that uh, uh, 5G was, has been deployed or developed in Wuhan. That was one of the uh, reasons, although, of course, it's all over China. In, in, well, not everywhere in China, but in many places over there. Uh, also, some people have suggested that the fact that parts of Africa don't have 5G and that uh, the time when the, the rumor got going didn't have diagnosed cases of coronavirus or this coronavirus either. So these rather silly um, links have been made. And I think some people <clears throat> like to promote them via social media, really just to, to, to um, provoke people and worry them. They, they, they think it's funny. Um, and the rea- reality is it's not. I mean, it, it can cause real problems. Uh, some people will believe this nonsense. Well, unfortunately, I mean, if you get so much information on the media, you are going to end up believing it until we have someone of your caliber who's able to mystify such conspiracy theories. You are live on SAFM, leading the conversation. My name is Patricia Dooley. I'm speaking right now with uh, Dr. Simon Clark, who is Associate Professor in Cellular Microbiology at the University of Reading in the UK. And uh, we are talking demystifying the 5G conspiracy. Now, you can call us on... Uh, 891 to ask your questions or perhaps give us your um, viewpoint about why this particular conspiracy theory of 5G and COVID-19 has been linked. You can also get us on WhatsApp and that is on 0614 SMS line 41391. SFM leading the conversation. Now, uh, Dr. Clark, let's, uh, let me ask you a question here. In terms of 5G technology, is the world ready for it? Or are we scared of uh, moving forward as, uh, in technology because we feel that it might be the end of human existence? Uh, I think whenever something new comes along, some people in society like to... Um, tease people, like to frighten them, um, and really, I mean, it, it's just silly, it's just childish. This is normal technological progress. I mean, 5G is just really a way of making our computers and our uh, cell phones communicate with one another faster and to be able to transmit more data. And that's really all it is. I mean, some people in the UK have described it as a weapon of war. It's nothing of the sort. It's just a, an advance in technology. And people really just need to, to slow down and, and think rationally about these things.
So, you know, when we're taking a look at uh, what happened in the UK over the Easter holidays, uh, Easter weekend specifically, when 20 um, 5G masts were uh, set alight, uh, it, it comes to prove that if a particular conspiracy theory is spread amongst people, it is going to hold water until the right message is uh, sent across. Um, Dr. Clark, I've got a question here from our WhatsApp line now. Um, our listener is asking, saying, well, is electromagnetic field real? What is the strength of electromagnetic field coming off a cell mask? It's weak. Um, you know, I haven't got a figure to give you, and it wouldn't really make an awful lot of difference to your listeners anyway, I suspect. But it is weak. It is not enough to um, to damage host to damage human physiology. Um, there have been plenty of studies into this, and the weak magnetic field, the electromagnetic field coming off a mast, is not uh, enough to warm up a human body or to disrupt the function of the immune system. All right, so we we shouldn't be worried right now because scientists are saying there isn't enough evidence to prove that 5G technology can create um, the the pandemic that we see right now being COVID-19 or any other uh, cellular mutation um, pandemic or any other disease. No, I mean, this this pandemic is caused by a virus. Uh, Researchers, doctors, scientists from around the world have all said this is caused by a virus. We know what the virus is, we know what it looks like, we know what its genetic code is. It has nothing to do with 5G. Uh, I'll remind you, in the UK, 5G isn't fully up and running, yet we have coronavirus everywhere. Hmm. And I, I suspect you'll find that in other countries as well. You know, you will find that 5G has no correlation with the, the presence of the coronavirus and the presence of COVID-19. Well, we've got uh, a caller on the line, uh, Dr. Smangelitele, who is um, um, a doctor at the University of Zululand. Uh, very warm welcome to you, Dr. Tel. Hi, uh, good evening. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining us this evening, Dr. Tele. Uh, please give us your viewpoint on uh, what we are discussing today, demystifying the 5G conspiracy. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Patricia. Um, mine is very simple and straightforward. You know, um, I was actually one of those people who were actually very much uncertain or skeptical regarding, you know, uh, 5G and, of course, all the conspiracy uh, theories, you know, uh, around it. But, um, and yet again, uh, they've, there's been um, a, a research papers that, that have been published that uh, speaks to or speaks about um, the fourth industrial revolution, fourth industrial revolution, this and that. But since uh, COVID-19, there's been a great change. You know, uh, almost like the whole country went under lockdown uh, in the past month or so. And I, for one, I mean the I, I, I mean the institution of higher learning, whereby I had to actually work from home, at at the same time keep going in terms of um, teaching my students uh, online, and what I realized was the the network gets congested, you know, uh, it becomes so slow, and this has actually enforced great changes in in, in terms of us having to actually. Uh, teach online you know i work for the university of zululand 
you know, which is uh, located in the rural areas. And uh, we have students that actually come from rural areas uh, who can't get, you know, uh, you know, like sound connection. You know, even now we're struggling. You know, we're trying by all means to actually reach as far as possible students that are in the remote areas who cannot uh, get connection. I'm not in that, you know, remote, remote area as such. You know, I've, I've got Wi-Fi, you know, I can connect. But whilst I am struggling to connect, you know, it is so, so slow. And I think, uh, well, it's time for us to actually uh, 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 get on 5G and have, uh, 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 like, greater speed because, I mean, really, we cannot reverse. We cannot be static. We have to move on as a country. We have to move on as uh, we are in the educational sector. Dr. Gale, I'd like you yes. to hold that uh, thought uh, uh, okay. uh, for a brief moment and then we'll come back uh, for you to just round it off and hear what Dr. Simon Clark also has to say. SAFM, leading the conversation. Hashtag SAFM LNC. Join in on the conversation uh, by calling us on 0891-104-207 or you can WhatsApp 0614-104-107. We are talking late night conversations right now, speaking science and envir- environment conversations. We've got uh, Dr. Clark uh, from uh, the University of Reading demystifying the 5G conspiracies. And we've just been having a response uh, from Dr. Smangele who is uh, from the University of Zululand. Now, Dr. Smangele thank you very much for holding the line for us you were saying to us that you are you are open to 5g because you've got an understanding of its impact it's going to have on us as a country yes and uh to also learn that there are countries that have that are actually beyond 5g you know um it, it, it was like you know it, it gave me a wow moment that where are we as the country and uh, in the midst of this great change that is just uh, happening right now, we really need to move on. We really need to have an educated nation. And being under lockdown shouldn't actually hold us back. We really have to move on, and we need speed, you know, because there's a high... Co- it, that is my opinion. You know, there's a high uh, competition uh, regarding us as, as the people, gadgets that we're using, and many other equipment that are out there, you know, that actually rely on speed, you know, for us to, 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 to be able to communicate wirelessly with one another and to actually keep us going and to advance ourselves as a nation. So really holding back is not going to help. So in one way or the other, COVID-19, you know, it's a virus that has actually, um, it, it, it kills, you know, it's got, there's so much going on, you know, uh, there's no cure. But at the same time, we need to really uh, live with this virus and continue living and continue educating ourselves and continue educating the nation. You know, because really the students that we are teaching are our future. They are the future of South Africa. You know, if I may say. Thank you so very much, uh, Dr. Smangele, for uh, giving us your viewpoint there. Dr. Clark, uh, maybe you can uh, respond uh, to what Dr. Smangele has said. Well, that was very refreshing and very pleasing to hear. <clears throat> Technologies like 5G, particularly in, in, in countries like yours, do you have the uh, 
ability to be able to connect people that are, who are not on the normal networks. And we shouldn't forget that. If we go um, allowing people to peddle rubbish about 5G being dangerous and causing COVID-19 and probably other things as well, then we are disenfranchising lots of people who want an education, who want to be connected to the world, but who otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity. And that's why one of the reasons why it's really important to push back and to explain to people that there, any fears they may have with stuff like this are completely unfounded and they shouldn't listen to people who are just trying to cause trouble. We've got a voice note here from one of our listeners. Uh, let's uh, listen in. And I'd just like to encourage everyone who would like to join in on the conversation. We're talking demystifying the 5G conspiracy. And we've got Dr. Simon Clark, who's an associate professor in cellular microbiology from the University of Reading in the UK. And um, our WhatsApp number is... or you can call us on 0891-104-207. Good evening, Manduli. Can you please ask the professor for me, what is the effect of the 5G on uh, nature, on the environment, you know, your trees and stuff like that? What, what, What is the effect because we have had a lot of these conspiracy theories that it will dry trees, it will damage the soil, it will damage the quality of air because of the radiation. How how true is that? Well, as for the link between the 5G and the COVID-19, I don't think there is any link at all. Well, uh, Dr. Clark, there's a question. Uh, The listener would like to know, how will the 5G um, technology affect nature? I know of no evidence at all that suggests that it will kill trees or damage trees or damage wildlife or hurt them or dry out the earth. Um, You know, if you apply these things, these technologies, in an incorrect and inappropriate way, then maybe you could cause some damage possibly only quite light damage. But in the way this is being done, in the way these are being applied, authorities simply wouldn't allow them if they were that damaging. All right, uh, that answers the question, uh, I'm sure, for the listener. Now, um, hmm, we are hearing here, we've got a a WhatsApp uh, text that came through. It says, um, let me just... Okay. Uh, never said yes to cell tower down own street uh, right next to our houses we have rights to health this is um, untested technology which is so not scientific and uh, which is not correct so and then the other whatsapp says that they want to put 5g cell towers on lamp posts next to our homes this is not about COVID 19 it's about radiation which is known to be cancerous these are the things that people are, are concerned about another listener from uh, scott in uh, cape town says well we have been warned about this and we are not guinea pigs Okay, so if we go back 20 years ago, people were concerned about 3G masks for similar reasons, and those fears were unfounded as well. Um, 5G radiation is microwave radiation, okay? So if you have a microwave oven in your house, that generates um, microwaves. Obviously, that's how they work. 
And we've had those in people's houses for, what, 40 years now, probably more, and they don't cause damage. When they were introduced, when they started being sold in shops in the UK, some people thought they were dangerous and wouldn't stand in the same room as a microwave oven. Toasters emit microwaves. All sorts of household appliances do, um, and they're not dangerous. So there is no evidence that 5G is dangerous, just like there is no evidence that your microwave oven or your toaster are dangerous. Well, as we close off, uh, Dr. Clark, um, I'll just read the last uh, couple of uh, WhatsApp uh, messages we get. We get uh, here a listener saying, well... Good evening. Coronavirus is an escape goat for uh, 5G. We can't let people die. Birds are dying on expenses of faster internet. 5G is not safe. Um, and, and people are also requesting that we make this interview downloadable. Definitely it will be downloadable um, on uh, safm.co.za. Let's round off, Doctor, your closing thoughts on demystifying the 5G conspiracy theory. When people want to make claims about dangers of technologies, it doesn't matter what it is, they need to back those up with evidence. Okay, If their people are uh, proposing that things are harmful, they need to tell us why. They need to actually demonstrate that things are dangerous. Similarly, when people introduce technologies, they go to great lengths usually to show that they are not dangerous. And I think there have been lots of studies that show that 5G isn't dangerous. I have no problem with people doing search into things like this, but they really must be able to substantiate their claims. And as things stand, they simply haven't been able to do that. Thank you very much for joining us, and we really appreciate your time and your thoughts. It's very informative. Have a very blessed evening. The time now is uh, exactly half past uh, 10 on SAFM. Remember that uh, we are still leading the late night conversation. My name is Patricia Nduli, and we are welcoming you to interact with us on uh, 891 You can also tweet us at SFM Radio or at Patricia N. Nduli. Don't forget that hashtag, hashtag SFMLNC. Up next, we are going to be talking South Africans in America and in China. Is there really racist and discrimination activity happening or are people happy? What is the social conversation there?